This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal. Develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com America's Diesel Podcast. Brought to you by Diesel Power Products. America's Diesel Superstore. No salesmen, just enthusiasts. DieselPowerProducts.com. Your number one source for all things diesel. Welcome back to the podcast. The person to my left is not Tyler. It's terrifying. I'm over here. <laughs> You're to my left. Yes. Yeah. Well, welcome back to the podcast. It's podcast day. It's my favorite day of the week. Tyler, what's your favorite day of the week? Podcast day. Nick, what's your favorite day of the week? Today, definitely podcast day. Yes. Winner. Uh, as always, thank you for tuning in. This is America's Diesel Podcast, brought to you by Diesel Power Products, best diesel podcast in the galaxy. I know because you guys have a diesel <laughs> podcast. We claimed it, so we go claim for the it. galaxy. You can yeah. you can claim the U.S. That's you a matter. Cosmos, whatever you want. It's a matter of opinion. <laughs> As always, uh, uh, leave a five star review on any of the platforms that we're on: uh, iTunes, uh, Google Play, SoundCloud, uh, Spotify. That's the other one I was looking for. Yeah, screenshot that bad boy sent to Tyler dieselpowerproducts.com. We will hook you up with a shirt. That's our shameless way to get more reviews than you. <laughs> I, I'm gonna steal that. That's yeah. fine. Yeah, five-star review. Make sure to include an address to send a T-shirt to. Also, your T-shirt size. And please, picture your truck. We love seeing that stuff. Keep them coming. You guys always send them one size smaller than they request, right? Bigger, actually. (laughs) (laughs) So today is a very fun episode. First off, because we have three microphones now. Woo! Yeah, you're our inaugural first real three-microphone guest. Trifecta. Boom. Hope it's working. Look good, feel good, play good. <laughs> These are the facts. Yeah. So today, uh, this is Nick from Calibrated Power. Nick, uh, so who's your boss at Calibrated Power? I am my boss. That's awesome. I mean, you, the customer, is my boss. <laughs> hey, that's the right answer, Nick. But yes. <laughs> I so, am Nick Pregnant. I own Calibrated Power. Awesome. So now that everybody knows your name and title, mm-hmm. uh, what, what's uh, give me like the, the two-minute history on Calibrated Power. Because I know a lot of people know who you are, but just in case you don't, you'll be never rock. You are, and yeah. Calibrated Power came from. Yeah. Well, welcome to Out From Under Your Rock. The sun is now <laughs> shining. Um, 12 years now, been in business perfecting common rail diesel tuning. So anything that has a common rail diesel started in Duramax, so DuramaxTuner.com. 
Um, moved into Cummins, support power stroke, rock sores, all sorts of fun stuff, ag equipment, whatever it is, I tune it clean. Uh, probably the leader in emissions equipped performance. Been doing it for seven years now. Um, I just love making power. I love doing it clean. I love stuff that drives well, man. Yeah. Well, that's the name of the game. I think uh, you guys were I, – I don't want to say it because I'm pretty sure you'll correct me, but were you guys the, like the first kind of like custom tuning platform to start doing emissions intact only? Or at least embracing it. Yeah. I would say – yeah, I would say I would say so. I mean, certainly brands like Edge and um, Banks and, you know, some of the other bigger brands out there obviously for mm-hmm. tuning trucks emissions equipped before we were out there but uh, efi live and hp tuners and whatever other custom tuning brands were traditionally known as delete platforms mm-hmm. right and so what we did is we took those platforms and made them as platforms that we could tune some badass emissions equipped trucks on mm-hmm. so we were kind of the first ones to show you hey yeah you can make 520 horsepower deleted but you can make 515 horsepower with your dpf on the truck and the truck's happy and no, we now have seven years in the bank proving that and hundreds of thousands of miles, of course. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's that's pretty much where the business has grown from. And nice. now turbochargers and transmissions over there. Um, turbochargers represent almost half of our business now. So the Stealth that's brand awesome. turbochargers really grown a lot. Certainly works with emissions-equipped trucks and more air, more clean, more power. Yeah, you guys have been really good on that front. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, uh, I do enjoy selling those turbos that like we were talking before. We, we don't have any issues with them. And that's what we like. Yeah, we like those. We like those products. Yeah. <laughs> I like the happy phone calls, and I like to work through issues. But I, don't, I hate warranty calls. Those are no fun. Oh, yeah, no one's fun. No one's having fun at that point. No. And, and I'm sure you guys have heard us on our previous episodes, especially when we're talking emissions and, and tax stuff. We've we've pretty much exclusively recommended, at least in the past, your guys' EFI stuff. You you guys offered. Yeah. Now moving, we we finally got the your guys' Easy Links loaded. I don't know what took us so long probably my fault but <laughs> too busy making podcasts yeah so finally got all uh, their easy links uh on the site as well so you guys can check those check those out like you said i, I personally i would consider them probably the best in tuning for emissions equipped stuff we just have again just such good luck with it same with their turbos i mean it's a brand you can really rely on you put it on your truck you don't have to worry about it miles and miles and miles of trouble-free operation Appreciate that. Tyler. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, well, I mean, it's not for uh, it's not for not finding out the hard it. way. You yeah. know, I've yeah. broken plenty of shit, overheated plenty of parts. You know, yeah. Generally, so ruin stuff that, to find out. Yeah. But so that's that a question me, we that, have. This for actually you. leads me into a question that I yeah I, I wanted to ask, and you know, I'm sure during the 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 processes of you guys tuning and building parts for trucks, mm-hmm. there's got to be some times where it maybe just didn't go. As well as you thought. So there's, a, there's always I, a palette of just <laughs> projects that seem like a really good idea that just didn't really work. Yeah. Um, so yeah. What do you think is your the single most like or like the biggest failure as far as like man, I, you know, we tuned this guy's truck and now his engine's toast or like was there is there anything? I mean, yeah. not you know. Yeah, obviously, no, everybody goes through you know trials and tribulations when it comes to building tuning and that sort of thing but like what's what's a good story of maybe something that just didn't go on a go podcast well? and drop your pants yeah um, <laughs> quote no, that's a quote by the way <laughs> it's a sign on the door before you walk yeah in. um back in 2007 i i was very new in the business and um i was tuning i'd, I'd been tuning trucks on the forums and just working as a one-man band and you know doing my thing uh, i I worked in blood transfusion medicine, and I also tuned trucks. So, oh, wow. Did you uh, say blood transfusion? <laughs> yeah, man. Okay. I worked at Mayo Clinic. Um, yeah, oh, man. I was going. Right. Mm-hmm, I was going to school, and uh, 
So I was into the trucks, right? And I right. came across this deal on connecting rods. This guy who told me he could make connecting rods had made connecting rods in the past, and that uh, you know, connecting rods for the Duramax. I mean, that you guys know how expensive they are. Oh yeah, right. Certainly, people. Sands who, does. Yeah. <laughs> a little te- Sands is crying a little tear right now. Yeah. So. This guy said that he could make connecting rods for quite a bit less, and I could sell them for maybe, you know, seven or $800 less than the current market was. I'm like, great. How could this go wrong, right? right? Like, yeah. this seems like a great idea. So, you know, we kind of partnered up, did 10 sets, sold them, um, you know, had the finite element analysis done on the models, assuming a certain hardness, and turns out that the connecting rods weren't a certain hard- hardness. It turns out I wasn't a machinist or a metallurgist, <laughs> right? I was just ambitious and I was enthusiastic. Yeah. And uh, that was expensive. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Had a couple failed engines. Had to buy back a bunch of connecting rods at full price. Yeah. And I didn't get any support from the guy out of his garage who built them, yeah. you know. Um, yeah, I, I, I definitely talked to my wife. Like, yeah. this could... Uh, <laughs> I know we don't have a lot of money right now, (laughs) but I'm going to need (laughs) $12,000. And, uh, yeah, that was painful, man. But I learned pretty quick. Oh, yeah. Learned pretty quick that that, that's kick the balls. One one thing our listeners know is they learn from our failures (laughs) most of the time. We had a whole episode of stuff that we just – like for me, uh, learning stuff that you think you knew later on, but you had it wrong the whole time. Mm -hmm. And it was – really embarrassing yeah i i had a thick layer of sweat on my forehead during that episode because <laughs> yeah. like we're supposed to be the guys that know everything no one knows everything but yeah. like occasionally mess it up yeah it was uh i'm not even gonna repeat it because i'm so embarrassed by it you gotta listen to the episode <laughs> i didn't think it was that bad but you know yeah, whatever. Hey, to each other. all right well now that, we, that was actually one of the questions we want to ask, ask you later because I, I wanted to split this in between kind of like uh business and party Sure, business so and party. We'll yeah. take care of a little bit of business first because that makes the, the party episode. better. Yeah, right. mold, exactly. Ooh, we can call it um, <laughs> so you've got the EPA and all that stuff going on right now. We're all privy to it. If mm-hmm. you haven't, then obviously, like again, you're probably living under a rock, yeah. which we do get some calls, and it sounds like people are living under rocks and also using potatoes for cell phones. <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. Um, so you guys have been emissions intact for a long time, making you yeah. pretty much legal for a long time. Now that rules are going to be getting more strict, do you guys plan on trying to like adhere to whatever rules come out to make sure that you're still fully legal? Yeah, certainly it's a balance, right? Um, certification is not cheap, very expensive, oh. and um, you know going through that process is is very expensive. And if you're going to go through that, you need to have a product that's going to pass, and you need to be you know need to be committed there. Um, we have a couple products that are currently in carb certification and different parts of the test process. Um, I don't have any parts that have made it through yet, but mm-hmm. the process is slow. And if you're a manufacturer, you know what I'm talking about. It's a slow process to go through carb. Um, I'm excited that, that there's a lot of conversation happening right now. There's a, the, mi- the melting pot is going, that things are mixing. Um, the mm-hmm. discussion about maybe fast tracking some certifications um, about doing something maybe more at the federal level instead of relying on the state of California mm-hmm. uh, for all testing. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited that there's going to be some changes maybe in the regulatory process to help outline and expedite and, and fast-track some of that stuff. I think intent goes a long way, too. I mean, we have always preached clean. We've always tuned clean. Mm-hmm. You know, all the, all the uh, breakthroughs and, and cutting-edge stuff we've done in the business have been around clean tuning so um yes while it's you know some of it's not certified 
I get it, but it's still hundreds of times cleaner than the alternative. Yeah. So. yeah. And you guys have been doing that uphill battle with, you know, going against people that are fully delete, 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 delete. You were going uphill before there was a hill to go up. Yeah, I think, you know, we always had this customer sect that that wanted clean trucks. And so I, I didn't see it as trying to talk you out of delete for the sake of, of legal or whatever, right? I mean, no one's going to, if they're not policed at the individual level, they're not going to make that decision for themselves. Yeah. Right. If they want to delete, if you want to delete your truck, you're going to delete your truck. That's your business. However, if you want a clean, quiet, reliable, comfortable truck, you have an alternative and you can make good power and here's how we do it. Yeah. So that was my, that was always my market. That was my value. I mean, I drive emissions equipped trucks. I prefer to drive emissions equipped trucks. I think a 600 horse emissions equipped truck is pretty nasty. Yeah. And honestly, if I have a race truck and a 550 or 600 horse emissions equipped truck, Every day, you're going to find me behind the wheel of the emissions equipped truck. Yeah, right? like, it's just where I want to be. So, does that answer your question? Yeah, cool. Clean is cool. Clean yeah. is cool. That's uh, we, we've been we've been trying to be the leading edge, at least on the retail side, mm-hmm. um, with the emissions and tax stuff. And it's uh, there's a learning curve at first. There's a big learning curve. There's a there's a lot that goes into the recipe. Yeah, it's, delete truck. You can put all sorts of dumb shit on it like, yeah it's really easy it, real man. fast yeah and uh like we were talking upstairs a minute ago it, it's almost like it's the you know the mid-2000s again where finding every little piece of performance where you can to make it work yeah like you guys were talking about water meth kits yeah no one's talked about water meth kits legitimately oh i'm, I'm if you guys are i totally missed it but <laughs> yeah. no no one's talked about like at the on the aftermarket side like oh yeah water meth kits for five ten years Ever yeah. since people are just like, oh, delete and tune, delete and tune, water meth is like, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, why would you want a water meth if you just put bigger injectors on, right? Yeah. yeah. All of a sudden, putting big injectors on a truck means that you need to calibrate for those big injectors and you need to be able to handle NOx and hydrocarbons and particulate and all that stuff. And that stuff becomes difficult if you don't have a well matched, well balanced set of injectors mm-hmm. that are fully mapped out, right? And there's very few businesses out there selling injectors of that caliber right now. Mm-hmm probably count on one finger right or two fingers yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, it's not that others don't want to or that they're not going to and i think that place in the market is going to be filled right but mm-hmm. you need to have a turbocharger that's lit right now you need to have injectors that are calibrated so the truck knows how much fuel it's using you need to have an intake that's well matched to the mass airflow sensor so that the truck knows how much air it's breathing yeah that was a uh, it was pretty interesting as we watch things unfold i have to imagine that i mean we felt like we were even ahead of the curve yeah. for emissions and tax stuff because we started doing it before the rules even changed. I feel like you guys were too. At least sure. on the retail and, uh, side. I have yeah, to imagine sure. you guys were like, yeah. like people start calling you like, you guys realize you've been doing this for like seven years, right? You idiots. <laughs> oh, <my laughs> God. It's painful to the sales team. I mean, you guys are on the phones. You know what it's like. Somebody yeah. calls in and says, you know, I, I hear that uh, you're not allowed to tune anymore. It's like, <laughs> oh, where do I start? Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, we can tune. We can tune still. Tune the same tunes we've been doing for, you know past 10 years um so yeah it's, there's a lot of there's a lot of unsure people out there there's a lot of fear there's a lot of uh you know bogus rumors going around but it's a lot of incorrect information yeah it's true it's uh like i mentioned again it's like it's kind of like the, the foreign posts are coming around back again i feel like for a little bit there there was there was a decrease in like the there's just complete terrible information you were picking up and now there's something new out again or people are starting to learn about it again there's just this whole other slew of crap that people are getting fed 
And then when that happens, old forum posts come back up. Yeah. It was information yeah. that we thought we pushed down and got out of the ring. Yeah. Now yeah. it's back. It's ruining my day. <laughs> it's amazing how that happens. How yeah. that oscillates. Yeah. Just how you can watch the spread of news through a population. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah or you, you notice uh, we'll get like six phone calls in a day about the exact same thing. Like, don't get me wrong. From? Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of people that have five non communal trucks. I get that. But we're talking like a very specific, awkward question. Mm-hmm. And by like the fifth or sixth time, you're like, where did you read this? Yeah. Like, oh, I read it on a form. Like, did you look at the date? Did you look at the date. <laughs> it's yeah. like eight look at the very old. first yeah. date. Yeah. Notice <laughs> it's like March 06. <laughs> <laughs> this has been done for a long time. <laughs> T style yeah. upgrade steering is not new. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Seriously. So have, have, uh, we, how do I put this without sounding like a total dick? Um, <laughs> I don't know what he's going to say. <laughs> Look at I me. was going to talk about suspension because <laughs> you want to try it, Tyler. No. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we we obviously do obviously lots of performance parts, and but we do quite a bit of suspension stuff too. Yeah, I just saw your shop; it's unreal. Yeah, yeah. thank you. Yeah. Yeah. you earned it. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> As Ben says, you're welcome. Like he's the one out there built. No. Yeah. <laughs> I just take pictures and make fun yeah. posts. He's drinking beer, looking through yeah. the window like, at yeah, Dave. We, yeah, yeah. Good job, Dave. Keep it picking lint out of my belly button, just watching Dave work. No, yeah, yeah. We, we got an awesome guy in the shop. He obviously knows what he's doing. Like to yes, he on does. a level that is yes, he that does. is a, above a lot of people. I mean, he's it's pretty impressive what he can do out there. Yeah, I mean, I've seen some of the videos and just walking out there and seeing it in person is yeah, it's breathtaking. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah, especially howitzer, I think is is one that is kind of a kind of a, a highlight truck for us because yeah. one, it's emissions intact, mm-hmm. and two, just the amount of suspension that is on that truck that he was able to stuff in there, and then still. Because mm-hmm. did you see? Did you ever see the pictures of that when we first built it? When you had to run the exhaust through the bed? I did. Yeah. <laughs> or we call our, our, our hot yeah, dog cooker. Warmer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I saw it. I was <laughs> like, wow, that is really that's some serious yeah. commitment right yeah. there. I'm yeah. Curious yeah. How it's going to work. But yeah, but Dave was able to get in there. He he. Uh, Three link the front, four link the back. Well, the back was kind of already four link. I mean, it was yeah. the factory coil spring suspension, but and then built this whole skid plate assembly and then stuffed the exhaust back under there. So it's like, how did you do it? Dude? And then a whole bunch of our check engine lights magically went away. Yeah, amazing how that works. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, that, we felt like we were kind of on the pioneering edge right there because we put this, you know, the was it the DPF or the DOC in the bed. I think we put both. No, we have one canister the, in the bed. What comes What comes towards the end? I think you put the SCR and the DPF in the bed. Oh, maybe, maybe the that. DOC was first. I don't know. But we, we found out that we actually had it upside down. Ooh. And then with all the extra 90-degree angles that we had to put in there. It just threw off. The, the, it just threw off all the pressure and so flow. So your dosing stuff was off. Okay. Yeah, and we kept getting all these lights. We're like, it's there! Stop freaking out! <laughs> <laughs> But we had to That's what that. they do with the factory, too. <laughs> yeah. Eventually, when they just get more guys to yell at it. Yeah. I did a, a, a spoof scientific video about how 90 plus 90 equals 180, so it's a freaking straight line. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And how the the DPF that we had in the bed was being affected by chemtrails. You'll have to give me that episode number. Yeah. I don't know, if, a, I, I don't a, know if I watched that. You seriously? <laughs> is it full? I, I stood in front of a whiteboard with scientific glasses on, safety glasses, and I, I, I drew a saw, and I also drew a pile of poop <laughs> during this explanation. It was a while back. I think I need to rewatch that one. Yeah. Some of the videos are there gold. Yeah. I highly implore you to watch them. I'm sure yeah. you have about yeah. negative five seconds to spare in your day, though. <laughs> Not for that. The poo saw, I can definitely yeah. make extra time for. 
So we also found out that you've never listened to one of our podcasts before, and I totally judge you for it, but it's okay. We'll still be friends. You've judged me positively, right? I mean, Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. You're extra, now smarter for extra, not <laughs> Extra merits? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So before we get into the party side of this, because I, I do want to ask you some some diesel-related This is questions. the professional side. Yeah. That, that, Believe it or not, <laughs> yes. That was the, yeah. We I'm haven't impressed. asked you any awkward <laughs> real questions. Hold my breath. Yet. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so turbocharger stuff, you guys have really just started kicking ass in that market. Um, well, not really started. You guys have done that for a while. But. No, I, I'm with you. I mean, it, it came out of the gate a little bit. I mean, there was a lot to learn at first, right? Like mm-hmm. We went through a period of uh, higher than average failure rates. We went through learning pains, um, you know, in the process of building all sorts of fun stuff. I, but I do feel like the program is really strong right now. I, I do really appreciate and enjoy the videos you guys put out um, with your very analytical information. Thank you. And it's information that I feel like I I don't feel bad regurgitating that to a customer. That's why I make it. Yeah. It's, I, it makes me feel really good because yeah. I don't have to like hunt for it. And then when I hunt for it and find it, I'm like, okay, take it with a grain of salt. But they say 113 horsepower. It, <laughs> it's like, if yep. you're on the camera, when you guys on the camera, you're saying it, it's like, that's the way it is, dude. Yeah, you can basically count on it, right? Like, yeah. We've either had it on the dyno or we've tested it or we've seen it in person. Um, I, I think I think customers need to hear from the person who's doing the engineering, who's doing the calibrating, or who's doing the design work, does it work or doesn't it, right? Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, someone has to stand in front of the product and say, we built it this way and here's why. Mm-hmm. And uh, especially on turbocharging, there's a lot of just myths and misinformation and poo saws out there about turbocharging, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, bigger is better. Um don't look nobody i'm the only i feel like i'm sometimes the only guy in the crowd standing out saying look for boost leaks before i slap you yeah <laughs> please have your if truck I could give you a hug right now and not fall out of my chair i would because yeah. <laughs> i can't tell you how many times we've talked about people like, have you done a boost leak test well no do you have a boost gauge no no oh, it's fine it's fine the boost okay. is fine it is not fine yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. it is not fine yeah <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, we boost test every truck that comes through the shop. And, I mean, not that we're a super high-volume shop, but we see quite a few trucks, and 85 90% of them have leaks. Mm-hmm. So if you take anything away from this episode, besides the dynamite humor of this team, uh, it's your truck has a boost leak and you need to find it. Even if yeah. it doesn't, it does. Even if, yeah, even if, even if yours doesn't, yeah. somebody else should <laughs> test it. <Yeah. laughs> so that uh, more on, on turbos, um, and I think you actually may have already said it, but what is the biggest misconception among the diesel community and turbos? The biggest misconception. Oh, man. Besides boost leak testing. Yeah, no, I think that's a pretty hard one. Boost testing is big. Um, Understanding, understanding surge, understanding spool up. I mean, just balancing those two things. Um, We see a lot of guys who are just sold turbochargers that are too big Mm -hmm. still. I mean, it's getting better. I feel like the industry as a whole understands that you can make more and more power on smaller and smaller turbochargers. Mm-hmm. And I think the temptation as an enthusiast is to buy a turbo that has a, a horsepower capacity where you feel you fit comfortably in, right? If mm-hmm. I buy an S480, that turbo can make 850 horsepower. Sick. Well, I only make 650, so that thing should be cherry, right? Should be mm-hmm. better, right? right? <laughs> yeah, great. No. Buy yeah. the turbocharger where you fit on the far edge of the curve right that mm-hmm. way you get all the drivability benefits of a small turbocharger and during the 0.05 percent of your driving where you're at full throttle you will get that number mm-hmm. or on the dyno or whatever right so I, I just try and encourage people to buy smaller turbochargers really 
Yeah, we we I think we've uh, we kind of are on that same type of path. Yeah, I mean, and we still see it. We still yeah. <clears throat> see a lot of time guys buying turbos that are just way too big for their truck. And mm-hmm. you know, I, I I can't tell you how many times I've recommended a tur- you know a certain size of turbo for a guy, and then he goes against that recommendation, buys something else, mm-hmm. and then calls back and says, you know, this thing isn't this thing doesn't spool, it doesn't make power. It's like it's well, the tune, it's something else. Yeah, it's, it's always like, something else. I know who like, you're talking about. That's all about matching parts, matching parts. He you went know what back we're talking about. Like <laughs> three months. Yeah. Is, I'm this sure. turbo doesn't light for years. It's smoky yeah. and hot. Like, well, you kind of, you kind of did like everything yeah. but what I said. <laughs> he went too big or too small. No, too big on the injector, mm-hmm. and then awkward sized turbo, and then tried to like mix and match and make everything right. And he ended up going at the very end after three months. Yeah. Of what the original recommendation was. Yeah. yeah. Do you get a lot of guys that like get like a big injector and then ask you to detune their truck yeah. for their injector size? There's certainly uh, a lot of that out in the marketplace as well, and I I think the same thing that we just talked about with turbos yeah inevitably applies to injectors too. yeah you know unless you're in a competition environment where you are only running the truck at full load and high rpm like a sled pole environment yeah that's when that low pulse width and time you know that that 500 over injector even on a 1500 horsepower truck maybe makes sense for you right yeah but otherwise you're going to be fighting with all the things that people hate about driving a diesel truck excessive mm-hmm. haze poor cold starts white smoke yep rattling right poor and economy yeah, especially if you're not having somebody competent tune it in person, because yeah. those those poorly selected setups, those are the ones that always end up coming to me, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, eventually, I have. Thanks, eventually, it has to make its way here so I can yeah. drive it and see it and, ch- and tune it in person because, you know, it, tuners can tune well in things they've seen multiple times. That's right. just life. You know, you're better at what you've done before. Yeah. Um, and if you put together some BS setup that. Nobody's Nobody ever, ever yeah. recommended, but <laughs> right. you thought it was going to be great. Well, you're going to spend money on it. Yeah, for sure. All right. We're getting to the backside now. Oh. If I had Dark a hat, I'd mountain. turn it backwards. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Kids, if you're listening. <laughs> your this is your parental virus. Are, are you doing the, the... Oh, yeah. Bill oh, Byrne. Yeah, so we're going to start a new segment. Yeah, this is going to be on every one of our podcasts. And definitely like interviews from now on. Yeah. And it's a variation of the uh, the kid game used to play that was a, was a kill, Mary bleep. You know what I'm talking about? Have you seen Step Brothers? Yes. So when they're in their job interview? Yeah. And uh, <laughs> with the... With, <laughs> uh, with, you know, when they're getting interviewed for jobs and they, they, they turn the, turn the uh, interview on the guy, right? Right. All right, Martha Stewart, <laughs> Oprah Winfrey, your wife. You got to, what, what is it? Kill, you, Mary. Kill, Mary. Starts with an F. Okay, so that's the idea. I'm not asking you that question. We're changing it a little <laughs> We're bit. We're changing it. We're calling it Build, Burn, or Flip. Build, Burn, or Flip. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Pertaining to trucks. To Nick. trucks. Trucks. I'm going to flip Oprah. Okay. That's not how it's supposed to go. No. Again. All right, love trucks. So, yes. Build, Burn, or Flip. <laughs> What truck? Uh, 01 to 10 Duramax. I know there's four options in there, but build, burn, or flip, which ones? Uh, I'm going to build it. Yeah, I like 01 to 10 Duramax. I mean, well, well, which, which one, one specifically? Inside? So you got to build one, you got to burn one, or you got to flip one. Thank you. Mm, yeah, sorry, we should have explained being that. being more first. specific. Yeah. <laughs> yes, burn sorry, them all. Sorry, Nick. No. no. Uh, <laughs> burn them all. Yeah. <laughs> build, burn, or flip. Uh, probably... You can't make any money on a freaking LB7, man. Like, I guess you got to build it. Uh, I don't know. Okay. Um, LOY, yeah. Uh, 
Probably flip the LOI. Okay. LBZ. I'm I'm a fan of the LBZ. I've built, yeah, I mean, if I said I'm not going to build LBZs, that would be wrong. I have literally four LBZs <laughs> that I've built that are in my stable, and I'm going to burn the LMM to the ground. Burn the <laughs> LMM to the ground. Yep. Yeah. All right. There it is. Okay. Next one. <laughs> We're doing two. <laughs> yeah, next one. Okay. Build, burn, or flip. Yep. 6-9 forward, 6-0 oh forward. Oh, no, I'm sorry. No, 6-0 is out of there. 6-9 forward. Oh, yeah. 6-4 six, six, forward or 6-7 forward. Which year 6-7 forward? Ooh. 12. Are we talking like early 6-7, late 6-7? I was just going to make it pretty much anything 11 and up, but I, are you trying to avoid the fuel disaster issues or turbo issues? No, let's oh, give I mean, them the fuel yeah, disaster. Let's go. <laughs> the 11s, I mean, they're not far from the 6-4s. 15 and up. You know, 15 and up's a I'll builder call it 15 for sure. Because if I was shopping for a 6.7, that's probably what I would go for. So, yeah, we'll call it 15 or up, 6.7, 6.4, 6, or 6.9. Build, burn, or flip. <laughs> <laughs> this is the best day of my life. <laughs> uh, I'm going to flip the 6.9. I don't know anything about 6.9s. I've never, gen- never driven one, never been you in one. You don't know anything about yeah. them. Yeah, no, no experience <laughs> How there. How much horsepower does a Ruxer make? 52 to the tire. Okay, 6.9 makes smoke less, a 6.9. Half, yeah, half, yeah, half as much. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. All right. Yeah. About <laughs> 10 times the displacement. Yep. Yep. Uh, the 6 liter. <laughs> no 6 liter. Just no 6 liter. No 6 liter. 6 4. The 6 4. The 6 4 kind of interests me. I, I have spent very little time with the 6 4, but the, mm-hmm. I, I'm intrigued by the turbocharger design. Um, I think most of them have already burned, so I don't know that I'd be doing a disservice by saying burn. Ah. <laughs> I, feel like, I don't you know, feel like you'd say that. They're already, <laughs> they're already gone, right? Like, yeah. Let's do the rest. Yeah, I would build the I'd build a late model power stroke. And I don't think you have to do much to build the late model power stroke. But no, you don't. Yeah. But I do like the late model power stroke. All right. One of I, my favorite trucks. I kind of figured you would go there. Is um, that too predictable? Well, I, I, I figured you would say burn 6.4. I just wanted to see if you which way you go the 6.9 or the 6.7. Yeah. And I wanted to leave 6.0 out of that because it's 6.0s can go either way, but I feel like it's at least credible. Like there, there are a lot of guys out there, <laughs> including myself, they're like, would you take a 6.0 or a 6.4? Like, I wouldn't touch a 6.4 with, with anybody else's pole. Like, <laughs> For real. I will take a burned up 6.0. <clears throat> Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. Hmm. All right. What's yeah. next? Well, those are the only iterations of engines oh, I was that, thinking of. What do you it. think, Tyler? Okay. Yeah, I think that's pretty good. I think we're good. I think we're good. We got our answers. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so moving on from there, Tyler. Yeah. Do you have one for him? What? Do you have a question for him? Um, I kind of answered. Yeah, I asked it like the first within the first three minutes of the podcast starting. So, darn it. Okay, darn it, Spence. <laughs> oh, well, I got more. Don't worry. I can come up with three. The, the more questions I have, the awkward they're going to get. So, yeah, I'll try and turn them around for the right. for the yeah. audience before we start po- talking about Paul. Yeah, I would like to know if there was a segment in your business growing it. Mm-hmm. Um, let's actually we're going to a little bit back to the business segment a little bit here. So as a, I don't even know how old you are. You don't have to save. I assume you're probably not super old. I think if you and Tyler both guess, you'll probably be somewhere in the average. So okay, my, is this where I'm supposed to tell you how old I am? Well, you can. Some people I'm, don't like just closing. I'm just gonna keep it awkward. Okay. I assume you're 69 then. <laughs> <laughs> That's the look from the camera guy we were talking about earlier. Where he puts his hand in his head. He's like, God, you guys. You I don't know why I hang out with these guys. Yeah. Uh, so anyhow, so uh, you know, being a relatively young man as opposed to a 300-year-old man because you're 69. Right. Um, building a business in America, 
and this can be diesel related or business related. Was there what was your you know biggest hump you would call getting over? It? Whether it be like taxes or you had trouble finding a facility. It could be like as a you know entrepreneur, or business owner, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, uh, biggest, the hardest part of uh, the biggest hump. That's a good way to put it. That's the biggest hump. Yep. Transitioning from from being technically savvy to the point in the business where where I had to be uh, human savvy, HR, right? I have to mm-hmm. be able to hire people and keep people on and make people happy and, uh, you know, deal with people's bad days, be a therapist, mm-hmm. um, which is not related to tuning at all. <laughs> no. <laughs> which is not part of my success. And right? My success up until that point was predicated mostly on my ability to make a truck run well. Mm-hmm. And now I have a staff that's looking at me, you know, one of them or two of them a week, you know, with real problems that I have. Real I life have, shit. Yeah, with real life shit that <laughs> I, I'm, you know, I'm in charge of these people now. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, I have learned a lot from that. Um, I, I still think I have a lot to learn from that. But that, getting better at that, I mean, I can see that people who are really successful in business aren't just good at doing what they do technically they're good at handling people right gotcha and being decent people so yeah so how many times a day has paul come with you with real life shit issues <laughs> you guys want to know some fun facts about paul <laughs> yes <laughs> yes please all right <laughs> okay, oh i gotta preface this a little bit here if you listen to the podcast you know that i take cheap shots at paul never been in person have nothing but respect for him i'd love to meet him in person in fact one of these times, I'd love to. We can even meet in the middle of the country or fly one of the. I would love to get smashed on a podcast yeah. and just. I want to hear him talk crap about Fords. That's all I want to do. Me too. Like I finally, <laughs> I finally have someone else in the room that we are on the same wavelength. Yeah, I hate you guys. Okay, let's hear about Paul. Uh, Paul doesn't drink water. Paul doesn't <laughs> Does he only drink regular Monster like Kyle? He only drinks Red Bull. Wow. He's old. All school. right. I used to work for Rebel. I'm, okay, Paul. There's a point in your book. All right. <laughs> uh, Paul listens to more podcasts than anyone I know, mm-hmm. and he's not he's not specific about what podcast he listens to. Like you could be, uh, you know, Martha Stewart, Oprah, or the Diesel podcast. It mm-hmm. doesn't matter. I mean, every time, any time during the day you find him, he's doing something and listening to a podcast. Um, the first time I met Paul. Uh, he lied to me about no less than six jobs in his interview that he didn't have. <laughs> like, every time I have a conversation with Paul that's serious, he brings up another job in his past that he did not put on his resume. <laughs> I think he's worked for me for, like, five or six years, too. So, I mean, it's, we're pretty much past the honeymoon phase, right, yeah, yeah, where I can yeah. be like, uh, actually, that was bullshit on your resume. I call bullshit. Now I have to let you go. Yeah. I'm just like, well... No, I like guess you worked part your character. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so you worked at a marshmallow plant and you sold Kirby's. Yeah. How does this get better? Kirby vacuums. <laughs> right. Oh man. Yeah. Um, he he drove a six five turbo diesel K five Blazer, which when you hear My that boy. sounds really cool, right? It's, no, it's not. It's really not. I drove a six two suburban for a while, and I was not anywhere near. <laughs> freaking close to cool <laughs> the only diesel vehicle nope check that paul does drive a diesel uh Merce, bmw x3 or the i don't know some yeah. straight six three cylinder three <laughs> liter thing anyway he's always asking me to tune it and I'm just like 
No. <laughs> we, don't, we don't mess with that. Um, he did drive a C4500 for a while. Uh, 2004 C4500 that was previously like a, a box truck. Yeah, Kodiak. Okay. He cut the box <laughs> right. off at the base of the truck, so there was just the bottom of the box. It's like a flatbed. Flatbed, but not like a flatbed. <laughs> like a normal like, flatbed? Yeah, no. Like a just, homemade flatbed. Just like the like box a Dustin got flatbed. off in the wind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like my it's kind of guy. It's all making more sense, man. <laughs> I love Paul, man. He's got the best voice for radio, too. He does. He a, yeah. Is it a face for radio? Yeah, I mean... Point blank, a, who's more handsome, me or Paul? Got a go. good voice. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can't ask me those questions. There was a list before the show. You yeah. were not allowed yeah. to ask me about handsomeness. <laughs> me and Tyler were joking around about asking that question. I put it on the probably not going to. Totally did. But totally did. Yeah. yeah, totally went there. Sorry, Paul. Whoops. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. Paul, I, I love you, man. I've listened to like just about all of your podcasts, even before yeah. we started ours. So you're... Well, this, speak, is all, this is all yeah. good fun, but I, I truly hate you. Yeah, I feel like I'm supposed to plug the Diesel Performance Podcast now. Absolutely. I've plugged yep. it on here before, too. Well, yeah. I was at, well hold on, because yeah. I was going to plug it here, too, because even though in the beginning of this episode we say ours is the number one, obviously, your guys' is bigger than ours. We just say that. Right. <laughs> but um, as far as you know, a young podcast like us, I sure. mean, because you guys have, 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 have taken yours to, uh, you know, I think, a pretty awesome level as far as in the Diesel you know, podcast Certainly industry. never thought it. I mean, when Paul came to me and said let's do a podcast i was like do whatever you want yeah we'll see <laughs> so yeah. We'll see how it goes I, I mean it's pretty impressive how how, how large you guys have yeah. gotten yours yeah i, I want to know if you had any advice for us i know each podcast is kind of their own you know they got your own characters and that sort of characters like we yeah. just show you know? yeah, <laughs> but yeah. you know their their own sort of you know feel but i mean do you have any any you know any advice for us growing ours you should ask paul for help yeah <laughs> just messing with you i i have not I, I show up on the podcast i i chat on there occasionally uh clearly i sponsor it and yeah. pay for the room that it's hosted in and the guys work for me yeah right but other than that <laughs> other than that <laughs> I mean, they, they really do it i mean they yeah. they take care of it on their own uh it's it's amazing what they've done i, I can't say anything yeah I can't. If I gave you any advice, it would be from a place of no experience. Fair so, enough. There you go. Fair enough. Yeah. Hey. I've I've learned a ton listening to their podcast. Yeah. Um, I was as much as you could like bite your fingernails on the edge of my seat on their podcast with that Italian dude uh, that helped design Nicola Menorini. Yeah. Yeah. It was aside from like just from the audio being sort of hard to understand him. It was tough. I. I learned so much from that. That was really cool. Those are my favorite ones. We get to have engineers from the OEMs on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you can tell they're just kind of dancing on glass a little bit. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like, they're only so, only so much they can say, but they they are enthusiasts, too, and they mm-hmm. know what place we're coming from. And it's it's nice to have them on and be able to hear, tell me how much overhead's left in the motor. Yeah. Tell yeah. me what's left. Yeah. <laughs> when am I going to break it? Please. This feels expensive. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Next thing here. So we had a guy that used to work here. His name was Dustin. Oh. Dustin Kennedy. Okay. He might be your biggest number one fanboy. Dustin Kennedy. Okay. It could at any point of the day I could hear your voice coming out of his computer, <laughs> and he had an LOI. He was that kind of guy. So he watched even before he started working here, just religious about watching your videos. Okay. Thanks, He's, Dustin. Yeah. yeah. Hold on. You're going to make him feel even better now. Yeah. <laughs> so he, he was in the reserves when he worked here. Then he went, he went active duty. So he's overseas now. This is not some, like, support the truth. Blah, blah. I want, can you say you ain't no cowboy unless you got a flatbed on your LOI? Wow. Um, yeah. I, you ain't no cowboy unless you got a flatbed on your LOI. <sighs> I'm pretty sure once Dustin hears this, 
he's gonna light up my phone. <laughs> he's in an undisclosed location <laughs> overseas in Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> is that where he's at? <laughs> he's in Jordan. Yeah. Oh wow. Am I supposed to say? I don't know. Yeah. He's okay. He'll be fine. Yeah. Last time I saw him, we were we had a we had a beer and he was wearing gym shorts and combat boots. So I'm sure he's okay. I'm sure he's fine. <laughs> That's my kind of cowboy right there. Yeah, right? <laughs> Either he has a 05 LOI four-door long bed with a flat bed that he took off of a Ford and made it work on it. Yeah. I think him yeah. and Paul would get along great. Yeah. Yes, they yeah. would. <laughs> yes, they would. I love the, the thing I love most about podcasts is you can listen to as many of them as you want, right? So the yeah. listeners of this one are not necessarily exclusive to you or the listeners of the other one. I mean, it's not like you're picking a truck, right? Right. You only got so much money to buy your truck. Hell with it, man. Listen to all the podcasts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's good info. Yeah, and you guys have done episodes like that. We've done some as well. You know, if you got ten grand to spend, or your truck's already paid off, and you want to go to the next level, like how much do you really have to pay play with? Those ones really, I think people really appreciate that when you put yeah. yourself in the customer's shoes, right? Your budget is this. Make it a realistic budget. What do I do to my '99 VP truck to make it? Whatever, yeah. right? You guys had a, a great episode on uh, work trucks. Yeah, and it actually spawned an ep- uh, that came. I'm not saying we did it first because you guys probably did all of them first anyways. But we did an episode called uh, Buy a Work Truck Now. And it was because I, I was actually, my wife, you know, she's a teacher, and she yeah. didn't know she was going to get her job renewed, and we're buying a house, and we just had a baby. And I'm like, I might have to get a work truck and start pulling midnight shifts somewhere because I got to, I mean, don't get me wrong, we make good money here, but, like, I'm losing an income and gaining a, a human in a house. So I <laughs> yeah. got to, like, you know, That sounds expensive. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you know, strong kid, yeah. you know, man with a when truck. When you say you buy can, a work truck, do you mean, like, a white regular cab strippo roll window truck or do you mean like a truck with a service body on it oh just like a pickup truck that'd be able to tow with or be able to move things or a truck you turn into a work truck yeah something that would have to be and i'm talking like get into it cheap cheap to maintain as cheap as possible um and you know it could have a bajillion miles on it because ideally it would just be staying here in spokane i'm not driving far away and like that um and i actually came to you're gonna hate this but it it was an lb7 yeah, um, and LB sevens. Yeah, and it was mostly just because the it was the price, because mm-hmm. uh, you can find them relatively cheap if you know what you're getting into. You can kind of like figure people out are what scared you need. LB sevens, man. They see LB seven, they're like, no, I can't pay for injectors. Yeah, <laughs> well, go to the dealer, go look up the VIN and see when the last time injectors were done. Look at the valve cover, see what the RTV looks like. Mm-hmm. Right, like check the balance rates, do your due diligence. If the thing looks rough, looks like it needs injectors, negotiate it into the price. Yeah, but once you get fresh injectors and it's tight. Like they're good trucks. Yeah, yeah. and we, they respond well to tuning. Put a lift pump on it. Yeah, you know, and you yeah. know, just I'm not trying to win any races. Just needs to work. No. That's it. They're good for that. Allison's main <laughs> solid unit. Right? Yeah, yeah. So. absolutely. It's so yeah, but uh, your guys is what's Sorry. that? Sorry, it is getting hot in here, so you can no. You have to say it. You already said no. <laughs> Open a window. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. <laughs> also, my beer's empty. Yeah, I know. We don't like, have a we don't have a PA or else we shouldn't have given me a clear one. Now that people know. Yeah. What are you drunk? <laughs> <laughs> what are you, I'm sorry, we don't have Yingling for you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nobody in Illinois drinks Yingling. That's the East Coast stuff, that's, man. Is it? Yeah, that's like Philadelphia or Pittsburgh or something. Oh, I I, I went to when I was in UCC in Indiana. That, that's the first time I seen Yingling. You went to Indiana. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> All right. It's a good cool. it's a good well, now it's Nick good made me feel like a jerk. <laughs> Where's my Indiana people? No, okay. No. Yeah, good. That's where I saw Nick walking by. I'm sorry, not Nick, uh, Paul. Yeah. And I realized kind of awkward he was. We have a joke in the office. If 
I mean, the guys are always on Craigslist or Facebook Marketplace or whatever, right? Looking for the next truck, looking for the next flip. Yeah. Whatever they buy, I'm sure the same thing happens here. It's a disease. Inevitably, there's something that looks too good to be true in Indiana, <laughs> which is two and a half hours through the city of Chicago, which you don't want to drive through. But if the deal's good enough, you'll, you'll go to Indiana. Yeah. Nothing has ever worked out for anyone <laughs> who drove to Indiana to pick up anything. What's going on, Indiana? I, I don't know what they're doing over there, but their cameras do not accurately represent what they're selling. <laughs> oh, jeez. Unless it's cheap cigarettes you want, like, don't go. Yeah. Just saying. Indiana, step your game up. Yeah. If you're listening Sorry. for me, Indiana, <laughs> Nick Pregnitz from Calibre Power tells you to pretty much just go screw <laughs> off. Yeah. Yeah. Did I just alienate a whole state? <laughs> yeah, you might have. It's okay. Uh, There's only 12 right. people there. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Is that your listener base there? Yeah. yeah. And they all got iPhone 4s, apparently, because they can't take pictures of vehicles, so they're probably not getting this podcast. <laughs> all right. So, beer talking. Yeah. yeah. Beer talking. Now that you've significantly drank our beers and whatnot, by the way, you just had yourself your first uh, Mac and Jacks. Not bad. Really? First Mac and Jacks? First huh? Mac and Jacks. Well, I guess it's not. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty local. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. We're going to start wrapping this up. Okay. So before we get to the end of it, is there anything out there you want to put? You want to put anything out there? I want, I want Yoda on that when I went backwards. Is there anything? Uh, <laughs> shout outs, new things coming out, something I didn't cover. Uh, Tyler's shirt looks funny. Anything? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is this where I get to plug products? I could plug oh, yeah, some, I could yeah, plug yeah, some absolutely. products. Okay. Plug so, the crap uh, out. People who like stealth turbochargers might be interested to know that the HX35 stealth for the 9402 Cummins is coming out soon. Working on a 6 turbo. Don't oh, burn yeah. your 6 Hot. <laughs> Buy the turbo first. Um, 6.0 Stealth 67 G2, which will be a full-on nasty charger for guys with 6.0s who want to keep the VGTs. We got HE351 stuff rocking and rolling. Got our Rocksor RX41 turbocharger, which is the one that made 200 horsepower on the Rocksor. Sick. Available 11.25. So look out for that. We're going to have a sweet price on that one. I think I can share it on the air. And... Yeah, if you get a chance to come out to uh, the Washington area, diesel performance, you know. Diesel power products, by the way. <laughs> diesel performance podcast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> diesel power products. <laughs> uh, beautiful part of the country. So I would I would definitely recommend getting out here. You guys got an awesome shop, by the way, too. Thank so you. So if, if people I, just I, get to I can built they come out here and weekend. can they come out here and, like, walk through it and check it out? Or, like, if they're in the, yeah. Anyway, if you're in the area, stop by the shop. They have lots of cool stuff. Yeah, right on. I, uh... For some reason, whenever you talk about something and you say it's going to be real nasty, your your accent just, I'm like, it's going to be nasty. It's like, <laughs> it's I totally gonna, believe it. It's gonna, <laughs> that's my intent. Yeah. That's my intent. And if yeah. you guys haven't yet, make sure you check out their podcast, Diesel Performance Podcast. Diesel Performance Podcast. And is it, do you guys do it weekly, monthly? Or no, weekly. not weekly. No, it's a weekly, weekly show. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, make sure you guys check out theirs. Also, obviously, listen to ours. You yeah. already are, because then you are hearing me now that didn't go smooth <laughs> space time so. continuum <laughs> click subscribe yeah yeah click subscribe <laughs> hit, the, hit the bell icon or yeah. whatever the hell you guys do out there we're like the worst at plugging our own podcast we are yeah, it's yeah. i just yeah. started an instagram page for ourselves we have like 113 followers it's mostly me at sema with a camera <laughs> like this talking about how sema people are sema people yeah. <laughs> yeah. only 113 eh? yeah it's been going for a week two weeks <laughs> pretty hardcore man yeah nice. Yeah, so so we we usually close our podcast with a rant. Yeah. Now this, do you, I'm going to make you go first. I have to go first. Yeah. I mean, 
<laughs> You're a guest, so I don't know. Tyler, do you want to go first? I'll make him go in the middle since he's in the middle. Um, no. <laughs> I, I, have an, I have an observation from today that I thought was interesting. I, I normally, uh, normally, I feel like I can pick a VP owner out of a crowd. <laughs> Like, yeah. I feel like I can identify them. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that guy, yeah. he's got the VP truck. And lately, I have just been losing my tag. I cannot do it. I keep making VP comments in front of guys with VP trucks, and they're like, I, I have one of those. I'm like, no, no, no. You're way too articulate. <laughs> You've got teeth. Your boots aren't dirty. How are you here? Um, but the, the VP trucks out here are really nice, and apparently the owners keep them for a long time, and keep their teeth for a while too yeah so yeah it's nice um yeah observation. observation yeah we uh i'm sure anybody who takes calls on the diesel industry it's something about vp owners and 7.3 guys yeah i know you guys don't do any 7.3 parts no, we don't so it's uh i'm a 7.3 guy go ahead you can kill me later uh and 7.3 guys and vp guys they just they're either thrifty or unrealistic fully yeah and it kills me because i love them I, I, I want to be like, hey, man. I want to help you, man. Yeah. I, I want to be real with you. And, and then you, you kind of lay the law. You just you tell them how it is. And it was like, well, no one's ever talked to me like that before. <laughs> I don't subscribe <laughs> to your magic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what do you know? <laughs> like, well, it's, it's only my job, but okay, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Then they, they hang up with you and they go back to reading the forums. And then, yeah. they just... and then they call back and talk about how they put their... 300 cc 200 nozzle on and they can't drive straight on the road anymore and their truck's smoky and hot and i'm like i wonder why i wonder why yeah i'm not saying i told you so but nick from nick pregnancy told you so i'm gonna do an episode on 500 horsepower clean vp truck you hear it here you heard it here first boom dude it's possible people it can be done yeah so that's awesome so my rant for today is unfortunately my suburban is still running really well and i hate it (laughs) i you know what? I completely forgot you still had a suburban. Yeah. It just left my mind. Yeah. You should do that Carolina thing where they like Carolina squat. No, where they Oh, they sit there and just redline the piss out of it for like 20 minutes. <laughs> yes. And people think it's like a song. It's like, yeah. 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 <laughs> Instagram. Stupid. <laughs> that You could get more Instagram followers if you did that. I don't yeah. think I would like me if I did that. Yeah. <laughs> But maybe I blow my engine and get a new truck. Maybe. Now we're talking. Except hey, think about LS the engines are like twelve dollars, so I probably yeah. should replace yeah. <laughs> For real. Is it me? Yeah. All right. So uh, I don't really have like a, a, a rant, but I just want to let let everybody know who's checking out the website. Check it. Check it daily. All right, because parts are being added on a on a daily. So just uh, keep checking whether it be new calibrated performance parts. Um, I think we even added some some clothing. We got yeah. clothing, some some clothing on the website. Also, um, well, you know what? Never mind. Never no. mind. Also, no. Never mind. Also, we'll back that up. Do Thanks check for the, the site, though. Do, do check the site. Do check the do site. check the site. But also, never mind. Also, yes. Yeah. Good rant, Tyler. That was a good one. God, I'm just <laughs> off my game today. <laughs> right on. Well, Nick, it's been an absolute pleasure having you here. Love you guys, man. It's been fun. I freaking love you too, man. Yeah. And also, Dustin loves you as well. Um, you probably just made his entire life. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. Uh, thanks for watching. Make sure and tune in next week. Uh, Nick will not be here because he has a real life. And uh, we'll see you then. See ya. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe and check us out at dieselpowerproducts.com. 
When you go out there and the fish are where you think they are, any one of these casts could be the bite. It's the most exciting fishing that I know right here at Hawks Cave. Oh, that's awesome. Experience the best saltwater fishing the world has to offer. Don't miss Thursdays with Saltwater Experience. Brought to you by Golden Boat Lifts. Every Thursday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. The destination for outdoor entertainment.